Hello and welcome back to another episode of Watch It Again. I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And this week we're talking about the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, this really is like my favourite movie series, or yeah. one of my favourite movie series, just... Fully agree. Ever. 100%. Yeah. Like, it's... So, so good. So much so that I have like half a page of notes, <laughs> not my usual like two or three, you know, it's... You just know too much. Yeah, a lot of it's just... Well, I mean... For this, I rewatched the first one, which I watch all the time. But I had didn't watch two or three. But you know that's all you right. Don't need to. I rewatched three because it's the only one I haven't seen like a million times. Yeah, I mean, they're just the best. So um, if anyone disagrees, they're wrong. I'll fight you. I'll come to your ha- <laughs> tell me your address, and I'll come to your house and fight you. Um. Um. Oh, this episode was requested by my little brother Jake. So shout out to him. He listens to our podcast of the movies that what he's a seen. What was the movie? Oh, okay. <laughs> is it the whole purpose to like... <laughs> so, like, Jurassic Park and that's probably about it. That's but early. That's a long time back. <laughs> but, hey, he listens, so yeah, shout out like, to Jake. The whole point's to listen to hear about movies, even if you haven't seen them, like, you know, us just talk shit for an hour to an hour and a half mm. of just garbage. So should we actually explain what we do? Yes. So, um, Jacob and Nick both have a poster of 101 movies to watch before you die. So we are going through that list and watching 101 movies and then just talking about them each week. Um, Yeah, giving our opinions, giving a bit of a recap. So this is our 13th episode, but I think we've done... Lucky 13. We've done more movies because we did what we had oh, yeah, we, we had did our unaired pilot and but I'm, I'm almost been like on the poster we've done this because this is three the two terminators yeah two terminators oh yeah, oh, yeah. like on the, the poster Jurassic this Park. is probably oh no that's the one just yeah the first one have we done something else that's a i think it was star, just wars. Term- star wars oh, yeah. yeah so three star wars two and yeah three yeah. so that's you know yeah Close eight things in Mm. Eight movies in three episodes. We're getting there. We're, 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 we're of the way through. charging through this. Oh, mate, no wonder I'm going to go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Kat, do you want to explain what Back to the Future is and its so, convoluted plot? Oh, Back to the Future. Where to begin? So there's this high schooler in 1985 named Marty McFly and there's a professor called Doc Brown and Doc Brown invents a time-travelling DeLorean car powered by uranium. And so he, after a little mishap, um, Marty gets sent back to 1955 in the car, um, back to when his parents were in high school. And after a whole series of events, he has to get his parents to essentially fall in love. Um, And, yeah... And it's just about him trying to yeah, get them to fall in love and basically ensure his existence in the future so he doesn't get wiped out. But then he is stuck in 1955 because he has no uranium to get back with in the car. Um, so he has to go find Doc Brown and sort that all out and, yeah, try and get back to the future. Woo! <laughs> I um, feel like that's the easiest way yeah. I can explain it without going into heaps of detail. And then we get two more movies where it just 
becomes a whole big. We're mess. going here. We're going here. Let's do like. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So the first one was rejected like forty something times. Yeah. Before Universal finally said, "Yes, we'll let you do it." Um, in the documentary I was watching yesterday, they took it. They eventually reluctantly took it to Disney. They really didn't want to. So it they was too incestuous. Yeah. Incestuous. So they knocked Disney. back. Steven Spiel, they approached Steven Spielberg. Well, Steven Spielberg approached them and, you know, that he was on board and they're like, oh, we don't want to be the two guys that only get work because Steven Spielberg. Yeah, because they kind of yeah. have it, yeah. history with him. And yeah. That was kind and of it was their all a bit reputation. of a flop before. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we can't be the two guys that just always go to Steven Spielberg to get our stuff done. <laughs> so they eventually reluctantly go to Disney and Disney's like, no, this. What's the exact? I wrote it down, didn't I? They gave it to someone because before it was given to Universal, someone else had it. Columbia. Yes. Yeah. 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 And they were like, eh. Yeah, they were like, no, you can. Yeah. And then it was too extreme for Disney because <laughs> he kisses his mum. They're like, this is incest. You can't have this. We're Disney. We can't do that at all. Look what Disney owns now. <laughs> 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 Come on, guys. But um. It was the 80s. Yeah. And the two executive producers on this movie are Steven Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy. Like they are is both. She? Yeah. Oh, wow. So she's one of the executive. So she was a massive driving force behind these movies. Yeah. Well, I did. I like never even heard of her till yeah. Star Wars. Until she, you know, she's like, oh, this, she's the Disney lady. But back then, she was, you know, working with Spielberg. And yeah, there you go. It's just I don't know. It's such a a wild ride in them making these movies and you find out the scheduling conflicts that happened with all different oh, characters oh, and the like casting and recast. got in the way. Like. And like Michael J. Fox, he was the first choice. So they wrote Marty McFly. But they didn't have him, him for like with, the first month of shooting. Yeah, with Michael J. Fox in mind. And then they couldn't use him because he was filming Teen Wolf and Family Ties. And the Family Ties, like the studio for that said, you know, no, you can't have him. He's, you know, filming this much every day of the week. You can't use him because he's ours. So for five weeks, they filmed Eric Stoltz. And he is the drug dealer out of Pulp Fiction. Yes. <laughs> and you can get, like, online, the footage is there, and you can watch scenes with him. Oh, That's, yeah, there's, like, yeah. scenes of him in so it. Yeah. It's so odd to watch, you know, it's the same scene. It's just mm. not. And it's like, what is happening? <laughs> But then they they weren't happy like. Yeah, he like it just wasn't, wasn't what, funny enough. Yeah, like the, was, yeah. the like comedic timing was there, that, and yeah. they wanted like this reactive character, and he just wasn't pulling it off. And they went they went back to the studio and went, you know what, like we can't do it with can't him. It. We need Michael J. Fox. So they approached. It was who was family? Was it ABC? Mm. Who was producing family? I can't remember. Who knows? It's written on this screen here somewhere. Um, uh, da, 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 da. It does not say. It just says family ties. That's all right. But yeah, so they went back to the production team there and said, like, look, we really need Michael J. Fox. What can you do? And they went, okay, we'll give him the script. And if he wants to do it, then you can have him. But family ties has to come first. So he was given an envelope at the end of one day of shooting and he took it home and he read it and he came back the next morning and told the producers of Family Ties, this is the best thing I've ever read. And they went, oh. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, 
four months, Michael J. Fox would be at Family Ties from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. filming. He'd get in a car, get driven across to the Back to the Future set, would be there from 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. filming, or get driven back to his house, sleep for two hours, get up and go back to Family Ties. What a work ethic. And that's how they fitted it in. It was just, he was doing these huge, like, 20-hour days. That's crazy. Across two sets to get this film. And in a fun... And also pressure's on. Oh, they're yeah. Fi- they fired the other guy to get you. Like. Yeah. And um, with... Because they had to reshoot five weeks' worth of footage with Michael J. Fox in it instead of Eric Stoltz. Mm. So they had to reshoot all those scenes. But they didn't reshoot all of them. No, they like there's so there's scenes in the movie where you can see Eric where Stoltz. it's actually Eric Stoltz. Do <laughs> you see his face? Or? No, no, it's just, just like the, the back, back of his head. head. Yeah, back they, of his like, head. They got all like the doc shots in. Yeah, and, just, and it's like there's back of his head where he's in the car at the car park. Like there's a few things they just didn't redo because oh, you can't tell. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. we don't have to reshoot that because we've got a take that we can use, and you don't know mm. the difference. And I'm like, you know. It's time saving, it's money saving, like you've just got to go and go. But like, no, there's been so much recasting in these movies. Though. Oh. Mm. So because Michael J. Fox is only what, like 5'4, they had to recast his girlfriend. Well, there's not. <laughs> um, oh, what's her name? Because she on. was too tall. Well, she was tall enough for Eric Stoltz, but too tall for Michael J. Fox. And they were like, well, we can't have. His girlfriend being too much taller than him. Well, that's the, um, Claudia Wells, who plays Jennifer in mm. the first movie, was the original choice. She was cast straight away. But she was in a pilot for an ABC TV show. And the direct, like, you know, the directors uh, called ABC and went, look, we've cast her. Is the pilot getting picked up? And they went, no. So they went sick. So she came to set and she did a couple of days of filming and then ABC called and went, no, sorry, we're doing the we're doing the show now. <laughs> what oh was the God. show? Oh, I can't remember. It was some weird. So then she goes away and for four weeks films six episodes of this show and then ABC drops it. So she's five weeks. It's five weeks later. At the same time, Eric Stoltz has just been fired. So... They, re- they go, okay, Eric Stoltz is gone, Michael J. Fox is back, Claudia Wells is back. And she got bought back on board at the same time as Michael J. Fox. What, like, what oh perfect God. timing. I know. What's and then they're like, like they had alignment. their two original cast members that they wanted were back on board and they were ready to go. And I was like, I was watching the documentary last night, I was like, this is insane that both these people were cast, then couldn't do it, and then they, just, they were in. It was like, that was it, they got who what they the wanted. Odds? Yeah, that's nuts. Must suck to be Eric Stoltz and whoever played Jennifer. Like then who it didn't do, even do we say who it, it, no, it didn't, didn't even say, say who she, it, she's oh, never mentioned. That's a shame. And I was like, oh. But Go um Ima- like imagine that. That must be so common. Sorry, you're too tall. Like, yeah. Yeah. You just do the Tom Cruise thing and just make the dude shorter and make her, you know, boxes and I didn't realise Michael J. Fox was that short. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus well, Christ. In, like, scenes with um what, who plays Doc Brown again? Um, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, with Christopher Lloyd. 
they got him to like hunch over a bit or like did some funny camera angles mm. so that he looked taller mm. and didn't look like oddly short compared to him. <laughs> yeah, so the other casting thing with this was they wanted people that were young that they could put makeup on and act old because the majority of this movie is set in 1955. So his parents have to be his age for most of this movie. And then in the like present day scenes in 1985, they have to be his parents. But they wanted, okay, we want one actor. So we had to cast. So they cast uh, Lee Thompson as Lorraine, so his mum. I think she's only three days older. Yeah, so they're pretty much the same age. But she yeah. came in and they did the makeup test. They put her in the full makeup and she, you know, read lines. And they were like, yep, done. Like it was just straight away. She was perfect for the role killed it and they're like yep and then Crispin Glover plays um George McFly and he'd worked with Michael J Fox before he'd been on a couple episodes of Family Ties had done a TV movie together so they'd worked together a lot and the chemistry routine between them was great so it was like yep they're spending a lot of time in this movie together so it was a logical choice for the cast and they moved and it, they do it great like oh yeah the it's old so vote, good. yeah I mean obviously them young it all works because they're all pretty much the same age. So when I think they're Crispin Glover's three years younger. Mm. I mean, yeah, so he was only like twenty one. Really? Yeah. So oh. Michael yeah. J. Fox was twenty four mm. at the time. I'm pretty sure Crispin Glover was, was only twenty one. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. That's like, so they but, aged him really well. Yeah, but yeah. when they came around to like filming two and three, because they did that back to back. Yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Fox is twenty nine years old at that point. Like it's five years later. Oh wow. And they filmed those movies back to back for 11 months. Yeah, it's full years, hey? Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's five years later that they, you know, it's it was a while that... Yeah, God. And, that, like, he doesn't really look any older. No, he doesn't. No, oh, yeah. not at all. But, yeah, so there's, like, um, Huey Lewis and the News was approached to write a song for the movie. And... They had um, they had direction. They were saying, you know, it's a time travel movie. We want, you know, an appropriate song for this movie. And like, they were the band that was chosen. So they came back with Power of Love. There's a story. I love um, that song. There's, um, they recorded two songs. Because they recorded Back in Time, which is the song that's played as the credits roll. And it is a time, you know, themed song. And that's what the studio wanted. So they rec- they came back with two songs. They only want- the studio only wanted one, but they came back with two. So they came back with Back in Time and went, look, this is what you asked for. You can use this. But we also recorded this because we think that during the movie it shouldn't be a song about time. So they wrote and gave them Power of Love. And that's played near the opening of the movie. And it is a fantastic song and it fits. So if you played, you know, back in time at that point, it's because we haven't hit the time travel yet. So like, no, we don't want this. So they kind of, like, Huey Lewis and the News were kind of like controlled the songs because they're like, mm. no, you like we've got this song for you. You can use it, but we think you should use it at the end, and use this during the movie. And it's like a great little like, you know, they were kind of like 
I know you want this, but we think <laughs> this would work better. This would work better. And both songs are fantastic songs. Yeah. Like, and I think, yeah, it's just a good little like sort of, you know, we gave you what you wanted. But here's something better. Here's something better <laughs> and something else, you know. And that song's iconic now. Oh, yeah. like oh, Yeah, fully. Yeah, Power of Love is like probably one of my favourite songs. Just It's just <laughs> because of this movie. Like, it's that's the, you know. That's the movie. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's the song. <laughs> and it's such a power. Like, at that moment, you know, he's riding his skateboard and and skateboard is what gets me on to the next bit. <laughs> when they were making this, they weren't, okay, we want to, Marty's going back to 1955, so it's 30 years earlier. And they had a whiteboard and they just had little like cards and they'd write something on the card as an idea and stick it on the whiteboard. But they do it in order from start a movie to end a movie. So they had an idea. Marty McFly invents rock and roll. And they stuck that, you know, on there. So, okay, we need to have established that Marty likes and can play rock and roll and stuck that before the time travel. So that introduces you to the Battle of the Bands idea at the start. And it's right, okay. Marty McFly invents the skateboard. So it's like, all right, establish him. Oh, the air conditioning's just like (laughs) powering on. Yeah. So it's like Marty McFly invents the skateboard. Okay, so before he goes back in time, establish him as riding a skateboard. So, like, the whole start of the movie, that's all he's doing. So we establish that he's really good on a skateboard and he likes to play the guitar very. Well, dude, that air conditioning is really annoying. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, so can I. T- I'll go turn it off. Hang on. I don't know if we can. Yeah, There's you a can. just an on button. Oh, can you not press it again and turn it off? I don't know. I mean, you can find out and see what happens. All right. <laughs> we'll just, yeah. So there was two things. So it was kind of like he has to, like, you know, invent the things that he's good at. Sort of thing. And I thought it was a good little touch. It's like, oh, you know, because he's going back and he's changing things. From as soon as he gets back there, he's altering the present. So when they leave, when he leaves, he leaves from the car park of Twin Pines Mall. And he arrives at old uh, Mr. Peabody's, like, farm. And one of the first things that happens is he takes out a pine tree. So when he comes back to the future, the, well, the, the future but the present day... It's Lone Pine mm. because he took out one of the two trees. So it's like from the moment he's there, he's altering his present day without even knowing that he's doing it. And by the time he gets back, his family is completely different. I have been the same people, but like personality-wise, yeah, yeah. Like they've lived what, different lives. In the original 1985, his mum was what overweight. Alcoholic, yeah. His father was depressed and a yep. bit of, like bit of a loser. Yeah, comes yeah. back and his mum's like fit and happy and yeah. healthy, and his dad's like this confident awesome yeah. author. Exactly. Yeah. Biff cleans their cars for. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And that's Biff's kind of instrumental in every single piece. Mm-hmm. Biff is like the best part of all these movies. Yeah. Like Wait, no matter what, the, no. Yes. Because yes. yes. the guy that plays him, Fully. so Thomas, like Tom Wilson. Yeah in real life is the complete polar opposite of Biff. Like in all the back, like yeah. behind the scenes stuff you see and like other things he's in, he's like the nicest, most caring like person. He's funny. And then in this, like the, uh, the thing I watched with the directors was just like, he just changed. He just turned on this persona and he was Biff Tannen. And he was just this monster of a human being. Hmm. And like, he was perfect 
from the first testing, they're like, this is, this is great. And like Offset, he's like, oh, you know, there's a scene where he like um, gets punched or by Crispin Glover and like kind of hits the car and bounces off. And I watched a couple of outtakes and they're just giggling. <laughs> because he's like, he can't, like, they're just like, oh, and he like hits the car and he's on the ground. He's like, just starts laughing. And I was like, this is great. Like, you know, they're all having fun. And I don't think I've seen him in anything else to compare it to. He, he was in Legends of Tomorrow. Um, but no, I saw him in something. He was in. He's in The Heat. That's what I saw him in. Yeah. Oh, like, oh he is too. <laughs> Um, but otherwise, yeah, he's not in a lot. Well, he doesn't he probably have, doesn't, doesn't need to, to be, really. I mean, he's, looking on this, he's like, things he's been in, there's a lot of stuff here. <laughs> a lot as? of kids stuff. Like, a lot of voiceover work. Oh. Like, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Spectacular Spider-Man. Epic. Um, oh, Epic's a good movie. There's, wow, he's in a lot of stuff that I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> what is all, And then there's, like, The Informant. Um... The Heat, obviously, Back to the Future. And heaps of this rant. Zoom Academy is su- for Superheroes. I fucking love that movie. It's controversial, I know, but... Oof. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, he's constantly changing all these different little details Thanks. about, you know... I've got here, Twin Pines becomes Lone Pine. Um, when he... <laughs> He plays Van Halen to his father and pretends to be Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan or whatever it is. And he's like, it was like, whoa. So he's kind of just like, can you imagine being like George McFly and it's like Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. And then like 10 years later when Star Trek starts, you're like, what the fuck? And like 20 years later when Star Star Wars comes out, you're like, hang on, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Like, what is happening in my... this alien thing that, like, you know, messed with my head when I was a teenager. And it's like, like, that would really, like. And my son looks exactly like that yeah, guy who was around yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, did that guy come back and sleep with my wife? Like. Oh, you totally think that, right? Yeah, like. like <laughs> but, I mean, he's, he's older now. Maybe he's a bit fuzzy. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe, he th- maybe he's just, like, thinks it was all just some wild, like acid trip or something like but it's just like hang on a minute you'd notice that you and like even the mum would notice that her son looks exactly like this guy yeah. that was there for like a week <laughs> in high school like hang on who said his name was marty before he left yeah like <laughs> so they probably named him after that guy like he'd be named after that guy yeah yeah she insisted on naming him marty just for him to grow up to look like marty yeah wouldn't george be a bit That'd be Wait, so what? yeah, that'd be so sus. And we're gonna call him Marty, like that guy in high school that he looks exactly like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'd just be bizarre. Yeah. So weird. There's so much product placement in these movies too. Oh yeah. Like the first thing you hear is a Toyota ad, and then like his underwear when he gets hit by the car is Calvin like Klein. Yeah. Pepsi is that's massive like in this. How they pay for things. It's yeah, like exactly. product placement and they'll give in you the money. To, yeah. It's yeah. just boom, let's put nice. Pepsi everywhere. Let's put in the second one there's Pizza Hut. Like yeah. it's yeah. let's just you know. I think it's only really I know, I don't remember it being nuts in the first one, but I remember the second one. Second it's just one like, when they're in the future, it's yeah, just it's every all product and there's what placement. like Jaws five or whatever yeah. in twenty fifteen. I don't know. It's Jaws nineteen or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's directed by Steven Spielberg's son. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. 
who was like a child That's at the so time. Funny. But yeah, it's the director's yeah. name is it's I can't remember the first one, but it's something Stil- Spielberg and it's yeah, it's his son. And I'm like, That's a really funny that little was, no, that's so a, good. I'm like, that's, that's a nice great. Touch. Um that's so so good. So when they were so they filmed the first one and it was a massive success and like, yeah, great. And then they started working on a script for a sequel. Well, they didn't expect there to be yeah. a sequel, so that's why they had like the flying car. At yeah, no, yeah. Like, it was, they were it was like, a, the it's a funny a joke. little thing. Yeah, it like, was kind of like, yeah. Uh-huh, and then they were like, we're going to do another one. Yeah. And they wrote a script and they showed Spielberg. They handed him a 185-page script. So 185. So with a movie script, it's usually one page is yeah. one minute. So they handed him something that was three hours and five minutes long. That one script honest, is a combined I... version of two and three. Oh, oh. sick! Yeah. And Spielberg went, "You have two movies oh, here." Oh god! Uh. Imagine if that had been one. Mm. Exactly. So they that that two and three is just because, and even if you watch it. You can watch that as a flowing. Yeah. It is oh, one yeah, it story for those in. two. Yeah. So they wrote that as this one also takes thing. This over like one week for Marty to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Marty's just like. Poor, poor guy. Yeah. Traumatized. <laughs> Imagine you getting just back. Need to like sleep for a month afterwards. Also, because like when he gets back to the present day, everything's different, mm. and then all of everything else happens. So after this whole thing's like kind of blown over and finished, he'd have to readjust so, yeah. to oh, this yeah. new <laughs> world that's like. Everyone in his family is successful. And there'd be yeah. memories that, like, they all have that he doesn't have. Yeah. So, it'd be, yeah, it'd be weird. Oh, that'd be, yeah, no. Yeah. How does it work, though? Would and he, then his dad's like, giving the stink eye all the time because he's yeah. clearly not his son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's broken, like, the timeline. Oh, no. But yeah, so, like, they f- so they handed over a 185-page script and um, Stephen Spielberg was like, this is... And there was a definitive point, like in the documentary mm. I was watching, like Spielberg's like talking to him, like, I read there was a definitive point and it's like, you just cut it there. Like, yeah. that is your... That's number two and this is number three. And I'm like, oh, we only wanted to... Like, they only wanted to have two. And I thought, actually, three's the perfect... Three's a tri- like a complete trilogy of something. So Spielberg kind of like brought them to the idea like this was you know the three and you know you had Star Wars and Indiana Jones like uh, all these big things before and there was three of them and I'm like alright it's gonna be you know and we're gonna film back to back because they had such a tight time constraint and they had scheduling issues so they went okay we're gonna do a second one before we finish writing the final draft we need to see who's going to come back. Oh, mate. <laughs> so they did pretty well. They, they, ha- they pretty put well. out and they're like, okay. They reached out to everyone in the original cast and went, you know, we're doing a sequel. Who's on board? Lee Thompson was straight away like, if you're doing another one, I'm there. So like, you know, Marty's mum's straight back, back in. Christopher Lloyd was just like, yeah, Michael J. Fox was like, yeah, they were all, like those three were straight back on board. Tom Wilson, who plays Biff, was like, this is the best, like, easily going to say yes. Crispin Glover. Oh. Should, should we do here? Here's the most interesting one. Mm. Should we talk about the um, Jennifer 
Yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll come back. Okay. To, yeah. okay. All right. So Crispin Glover had all these demands and they, the production team was just like, um, someone of your status and your point in your career cannot make these demands. Didn't they not even hot. like him on the first one? Yeah, so yeah. they said so to his agent, they were like, come back, go talk to your client, come back in two weeks and, you know, we'll figure something out because they pretty much just said, we're not meeting your demands. So two weeks yeah. later, like two weeks passed and the agent calls back and went, he's not budging. And they went, okay, thanks anyway. We'll just write him out, you know. Thanks for trying. See you later. So in number two, there's a tombstone. But there's also a scene in the future where he's, you know, where he's there. Yes. It's not Crispin Glover. No. It's just a dude in similar makeup getting hung upside down. Well, because of the aging thing mm, that they had to they do in could. the first one, they had like a mold of his face. Yeah, and they, so they just stuck it on. Right. But then Crispin Glover sued the company and was like, you can't use my likeness. That's interesting that they and thought they'd get the away whole, with that. Yeah. Like, the whole, well, the laws hadn't been established at mm. that point mm. that said you can't like yeah. use someone's, I don't know, features like that. Yeah. So he essentially established a precedent mm. for this kind of thing to be used yeah, in future true. movies so yeah. yeah and then he got what like three times the amount that he was going to get paid for that movie anyway oh, really? in a settlement so yeah and then claudia wells who plays jennifer in the first one wanted to come back it was like but she couldn't mm. so her mum had just been diagnosed with cancer so she stepped away completely from acting and went home to look after her mum. So she couldn't return for the sequel mm -hmm. because the original, she's heavily involved, like the original version, she's heavily involved in the entire, like she's with Marty almost the entire time. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, okay, I can't return. So they recast, um, hold on. Has she been in anything since? Like, has she come back to acting? I don't. I didn't look. So they recast Elizabeth Shue as Jennifer, and it's a pretty good. I didn't as notice. Like years. Notice. Yeah. They Elizabeth Shue has been in a lot of things since. Like, if hold on, that other screen's not turned on. I can't show you. Um. Yeah. There's. I was just going to turn the screen. Here, cat. When you look at that, you know who she is. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like in the boys now. Like she's in heaps of stuff. So she was she was the recasting of Jennifer. And it's it's a good recasting. Obviously not good, but a likeness of them at that age. Like yeah. you barely notice. Well, they reshot the scene of... Is it them in a car? Yeah, in the yeah. car. Like, like shot for shot. Off, yeah. 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 To play in at the start of the second movie. Mm. Hasn't Zemeckis even said, oh, if I had to do it again, I wouldn't put Jennifer in the car? Mm. Like, yeah, so well, she's out of it for most of it. Well, yeah, yeah. No, they kind yeah. of just sideline her yeah. after yeah. a bit. And it was a kind of deliberate sidelining because they didn't want people to notice yeah as much exactly well like even when they recast um his dad yeah. they did it like so with in jeffrey the shots, wiseman he was yeah. upside down or yeah. like you see him from the back yeah or, it wasn't so a, it was very strategic it wasn't he's talking close up yeah. to camera yeah um 
Mr. Strickland. Ooh. 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 Um, in the documentary I watched, James Tolkien, who plays him, tells it he's like he was so excited to come back, but he was filming something else at the same time. So he did a Michael J. Fox. So his scenes in this movie are at night in the weird yeah. alternate present. And so he would do 10 hours during the day and come to the Back to the Future set at night. And he did that for two weeks yeah, wow. to film his scenes. So he was do- he did the, you know, filming two things at once. And it was just, he said he was having so much fun. But at the end of it, he was just destroyed. Mm. Like he was ruined mm. because he was just doing Back massive and days yeah. and no sleep. And I was like, kind of like this theme throughout these movies of people doing multiple things at the same mm. time. And it was just And like, it still turned out so well. Yeah. And they just, you know, they kind of just hit, like with the second one and third one, they kind of hit the nail on the head. Like yeah. a lot of other movies, you know, the sequel, the third one's not that great. I, I think they benefited from um, shooting them at the same time. Yeah. And having, Definitely. Like, having written them together. Yeah. yeah. It was written as one thing that shot as one <laughs> thing. And then that created a th- next issue in post-production mm. because they had a release date for part two. But the majority of the production crew, direct, you know, everyone's filming another movie still. So you've got everyone out in the field filming, but you're also trying to get a final version of another film done yeah. to get it released in time. So... Um, he, oh, fuck, what's he, I had a complete mental blank of um, the Robert Zemeckis. There we go. I was like, what's his name? Um, like, who are you talking yeah, about? So Robert Zemeckis would be up on set for number three directing. At the end of the day, about four o'clock, five o'clock, he'd get on a plane, like a private jet, fly back to LA, get driven to the studio, have a look at what had been happening all day in the edit, spend four or five hours working with the sound crew and the editors to get something done, go home, have a couple of hours sleep, get up at five, six o'clock in the morning and fly back to set. That's insane. And he did Literally, that for weeks. Where were they Everyone shooting? Everyone is just up, like, doing up nothing. Up in like going. Northern California or like yeah. it was... It wasn't a long flight, but still, it was still like he was. Like I wouldn't want to get on a plane to go to my yeah, between my two jobs yeah, every day. He was just, you know, going that, and going yeah, and going, God. and it was just insanity. I did not have that work ethic at all. Oh, it's just <laughs> so That's um, crazy. yeah. So they kind of were doing two things at once, and then they had a thought of we need. And because they were filming, the number two it was ready to come out. Okay, like, you know, with the release date's upon us, let's do this. But it ends at such a point where it's what happens next. And no one really, like, the third one was really spoken about as much, like, in the public. Like, they knew they were filming it and what was happening. But with the release, it was just advertised Back to the Future 2 is coming. And everyone was, like, freaking out, you know. It's a return to the future and everyone's like, yeah. Like, they had to be hype around it. Like... But they were lucky because they were like, by the time number two hit cinemas, the third one's, you know, a fair way into production. So they had a lot of footage. So at the end of number two, they attach in the theatrical cut. There is an attached permanent 
trailer. And if you watch the, the DVD or whatever, yeah. there's it's there. Yeah. It pretty much goes straight into a trailer for the third one. And it created so much hype because the third one is a Western. And it's like, we're taking, you know, we're going back to 1885. <laughs> we're just, and Kathleen Kennedy spoke about in the documentary. So there's not many movie franchises where you can, you know, be in the, like, you know, 50s to 2015. Like you've got this kind of time period of the, late 20th century, early 21st century that you're kind of covering. And mm. then you, it's a, like, it's a dra- dramatic comedy, it's a sci-fi, and then boom, we're in a Western. Yeah. Like, there's not many things you can just go, oh, actually, we're going to do a Western for the next one. Like, a lot of other franchises, you're kind of set, stuck in this sort of mould. And they went, you know what, we're going to mix it up and remove the time travel elements from this, like, from the third one. And it's a good Western. Mm. Like this, they built that town. Where did they shoot at? Do you know? It's somewhere upstate California or just outside, like around that. Okay. I don't know exactly where it is, but where they, they built the set and they'd been building the set. So they were filming two while the production design team, one of the production design teams was building the set for three. So only a couple of people had been like, you know, executives and stuff had been there and seen it so by the time all the cast rocks up there's a whole western town being built like it's finished but they didn't way like the interiors in that movie are the interiors of the buildings that were built it's not you don't have an exterior in the town and oh, an interiors over awesome. in a the studio they built this oh, town you can tell like completely like when you walk into that saloon the outs the inside of that is that building like they've just built this town and all the cars and stuff saying like by the end of it it felt like an actual functioning town that's so cool but all the base like like the studio like the base camp for everything was a couple of kilometers away and everyone was driven in on electric golf carts because they were silent mm. so it had an actual all everything was going to move around either on electric golf carts which were super quiet or essentially silent and horses so it felt like a Western town because there was no noise. It was just, you know, and it, did, it was filmed deliberately because when they're filming, like, there's no cars around. There's nothing. So they're saying, like, it was this eerie silence. Well, going from what, like, 2015, their yeah. version of it, to over 100 years before. Yeah. It would you know, be such a massive It was thing. this, yeah, perfect. And if you watch the movies back to back, then you really notice it. Yeah, and... Like everyone, and the train. It's a real functioning steam train in the United States at the time. And they wanted to use it in the first one. So they wanted to have it running through the middle of town. Like there was gonna be a, and there was gonna be a railway crossing. And there's all like sketches and stuff for it. So instead of when Biff's chasing Marty on the like when Marty's on that skateboard and he's chasing him, instead of them crashing into the truck of manure. Marty was going to hop the tracks just in time and the train would come through and they get stopped by that steam train. And they were like, oh, okay, well, we had the idea for this. Now we have the money. We can use it. So that was the, like, that's why they had the train in the third one because they had this original idea to use it and they could it. They're like, now we have it. Now we can do that's it. That's cool. That's Let's really Let's cool. use it. But the uh, production team had to build a miniature. And the miniature's not that small. Like, it is huge. 
because they had to throw it off, you know, that little miniature yeah. bridge and blow it up. <laughs> so they had some, they had to sit there and they had to copy this train. And the miniature's probably, I don't know, half the height of a car and about the same length. Like it's, there's a photo of it next to the, like the filming like car. And it's huge. And they just throw it off this bridge and they blew it up. And I was like, okay. Like it was such a effort for them because they have the real train that they're filming with and then had to replicate it for all the miniatures and the close-ups with the car. Like it was this whole thing. But if you watch the filming, like when they're filming on the train, the whole ba- there's a whole carriage attached just full of, full of crew. Like when they're doing shots, there's like 20 people on this train <laughs> for a shot, like inside like the thing. And there's just people everywhere. And it's like, yeah, that's fuck. Nuts. And they're like, because it's a train. There's not it's a lot on of the track. Yeah. And they're like, for like, you know, filming, I was like, okay, we're going to film this shot. So we, the train's going to start here and it's going to end over there. And we just have to get this these few shots done by the time we get from point A to point B. And they just went along. And the crew's moving around the train and, you know, it's all just going. And it's like, yep, yeah, that works. And the lady that plays um, Doc Brown's love interest. Oops, I stuffed that up. Mary something. Um, Mary Steenberg plays Clara Clayton. She tried, because there's a scene of her and she rides the horse up next to the train and she grabs the train and gets on it. Did she do that? She doesn't do the transition, oh. but she rides up on the horse and grabs the train. And then it's cut. Right? Then they then they reset. The stunt double rides up to the train, grabs it, jumps on, and does the stunt. Cut. She then jumps on the back of the train, and the train starts up again, and she climbs along the side of the train herself. Holy because shit. it's a close-up of her... Yeah climbing on the train so she had to do it because they didn't have the technology to you know change the face or and that so there's a close-up of her climbing along the side of a moving train that's awesome and she's actually doing it and there was the interview with her and she's like it was so fun and so scary at the same time <laughs> but she's just climbing along on a train and like there were so many stunts in this one that they all did themselves like marty jumps from the back of the train onto the pile of logs and it's one shot, and you can see his face. He jumps down, and he looks up, and it's still his face. Michael J. Fox had to do that himself for that take. He's jumping onto the thing on a moving train, and it's like, what is happening? Like, everything oh, they... Guys. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh. So that was down. Just be a, like either a stuntman... Or, or you just CGI. Or, yeah, it's yeah. just like a platform on a green screen. Exactly. It's yeah, just a, yeah it's, but this is a real train... Yeah, it's nuts. That's wild. Moving. It's really at tense speed. though, that whole scene, like when they're yeah. crawling along the side of the train. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> just cringe. Yeah. And, um so I'll jump back to number two when they go to the, they go to twenty fifteen. And obviously it's now twenty twenty, so it's five years ago. I remember in twenty fifteen yeah. there was such a hype about yeah. it. Yeah. And like Nike re released yeah. the shoes and oh So Pepsi so, released their like the Pepsi from yeah. it. Like, yeah. But they were saying they got about 50% right, and the other 50% was good. very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so the things they got wrong, but they, said, they also said like... Hoverboards. Well, they said when they in, like included the flying cars, they're like, there's no way in 2015, because this is 1985, yeah. it's like, in no way in 2015 are we going to have 
highways in the sky and flying cars and all this stuff. But like, we had to include it because it's a sci-fi movie in the future. Like, oh, the, a, the, the it was just yeah. an el- there was a couple of elements like the hoverboard and that. Like, we just had to include it. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I find really funny: Steven Spielberg was obsessed with the self-tying shoes, and he's like, of all the things that were in it, I honestly thought like. Five years after the movie came out, we were going to have self-tying shoes. Oh. He was like, I just wanted a pair. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, we got, got to now, we still don't have them. And he's like, this is ridiculous. It can't be that hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's yourself, like, we can do Steven. all these other things. Yeah, Why money. can't we have self-tying shoes? He's like, it's the one thing I, I sort of put my foot in a shoe and it just does it. <laughs> and to be fair, of all the like futuristic things in this movie, that has to be the easiest thing to make. I mean, Surely. Yeah. You I mean, it, it exists. It. So yeah, but like, like that just, though. Like, it's yeah. just put your foot in. It, it's just. <laughs> but they were um with the hoverboard. They visited. Oh, I can't remember what university it was, but they were experimenting at the time in the eighties with maglev maglev technology for trains. Mm. So have trains like just going along with magnets, and they're like. So they went there and they met with them and they spoke all about it and to find out how it worked. So when you look at the hoverboard in the movie, there's two giant magnets on the bottom. And they experimented with using magnets to make the hoverboard hover. And it was just impossible. Yeah, you can't. So there is it. wires. There's piano wire everywhere. Hmm. Anytime you see someone on a hoverboard, that hoverboard is moving along a piece. So there's a set course of piano wire that, that hoverboard's attached to. And the person on it is suspended from piano wire from a crane above. And there's a great outtake where... Marty's following Biff's car, like along, and they're moving, and something happens with the crane, so he gets lifted up a bit. So the hoverboard's going along at speed underneath him, and he's floating off it. So he's just like swimming through the air and just like running along, just floating. And it's the funniest thing. Like he's just like, I can't touch the board anymore. So he starts running and he's like swimming, just going along <laughs> behind this car. And he's just got a smile. He's like, Oh, what do I do? Because <laughs> he just gets separated. He's like, hang on a minute, I can't. Because <laughs> he's doing like the, like he's one foot on it and like the pedal, like this yeah. pedaling like kind of like along the, and then he lifts up and he's still doing it. So he just starts running. <laughs> and uh, it was, oh, it was terrible. Like, it's just. So what did they get right then? Do you know? Did you look into that? I, no, but like, oh, they, um, there was like, I think it was Cubs win the World Series was one mm. and it was against the right team. Really? <laughs> yeah. And there was a couple other things. I was like, there's a few little like, little, like predictions and stuff that they made. That's and it was so just like, good. that's real. And there was all this other stuff that like, just like gen- general. I think it was like petrol prices. Like it was all these yeah. different things. It was like, yep, it's just, they that's just made so educated cool. guesses on things. Um, actually, I'll see if it's in any of these. No, no. They also pioneered a technique so they were working on something else. Or Zemeckis was working on something else. And he was like, oh, we need to be able to include the same actor playing four different characters in the one scene. So we need to have one shot that has the same person in it four times. So I wasn't listening. What character is this? So this is um, when we get to the house in the second one. Yeah. Michael J. Fox is playing himself as an older version mm-hmm. his kid or oh, sorry both his kids so he is like old marty mcfly he's the son and he's the daughter 
And there's also him in the back, like present day him that sees them. So they had to wait, figure out a way to include, you know, there's one shot of them at the table and he's there three times. Yeah, true. And they're like, okay. So they had to develop a motion tracking camera on a massive rig and everything in that set was hot glue gunned down. So, so anything that didn't have to move did not move. So they set up ready to film that night for that scene. The camera's there. They want to do multiple takes of everything because they've got to get Marty in three different lots of costumes. And there's an earthquake. Oh, you're oh, kidding. Shit. And nothing moved. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, they're, like, down. they're like, they were outside of the set and the earthquake, like the earthquake, it was only a little one and like 20 people just ran to set <laughs> in sheer panic because it was between takes. Oh, oh my God. And like Michael J. Fox was in makeup changing from one character to another and the ground shook and everyone was like, okay, it's all good. And they did it. And through the whole movie, they constantly do, you know, they've got like old Jennifer meeting young, like Jennifer, you know, faces and they just nailed it. And they kind of pioneered that sort of thing. Like It was developed for that movie and it's been used, you know, now it's just, you just cut them in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's super. You literally just cut, like, we could do it. Like, we could easily make Yeah, a, there's probably a plug-in for it. On Premiere Pro, you can just make boxes where it's just, like, if we had a camera on a tripod and I film you there mm. and the tripod doesn't move and then you stand there, you stand there, and then you stand there. You could have four of you doing the actions and in Premiere Pro, you can just cut, like, boxes mm. out and just show, like, transparency between the four and because the background's all the same, it doesn't, it, you could just be there flawlessly. But back then it was like, you're on film and you're... You can't do that kind of thing. Yeah, it's no. just insane. And obviously like ILM was a massive, like did all the... Like, I feel like every movie we talk about from this time period, that's visual effects, it's always ILM. Like they were just pioneering everything. Well, yeah, in that time. Yeah, they were just the front runners of this. Like, and they... Came back with all this for the original movie with all the, the time travel. Like, they came back with all these different ideas. Like, we can do this, we can do this. And Zemeckis was like, well, time travel should be instant. So they didn't want some, you go into some wormhole and then come out. Yeah. It's like, you're going along and then boom, you're there. So they had this idea of like, because there's concept art of a, the car gets completely involved in a fireball and punches through. So a hole appears and it punches through. And they sort of liked that idea, but not as full on as what it was. So they came back with the idea of like electrical sparks and this weird little bubble kind of forms at the front of the car and it goes through that and there's a flash and, and then the fire. The, yeah. And they were like, and that's what they went like. You can see that it's like the electricity starts to like, you know, fly around the car and this weird little curvature appears in front of it and then it punches. So it's creating a hole in the space time continuum, but it's straight away and it's instantaneous. And you see it when Marty goes like, He's driving along and he's about to hit like the newsstand and then he hits a scarecrow. Like it's just yeah. straight away. He's there and it's kind of like that. In, and it's the perfect, I think it's the perfect, it's one of my favourite time travel effects, like just yeah. things for any movie. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it's instant and he kind of like, he's just looking at that shot out the windscreen of it. Like you're looking and then it just changes. And it's just because everything in the car is it's in the, the exact same, same spot. 
but the background behind, like out, well, what you're seeing out the window, just changes instantly. And it's a great way they did it. There's all the flashing and stuff. It's just boom. Mm. You're through and it's like, you know. And uh, Michael J. Fox's reaction to the whole, like he nails that thing. Like he's just screaming so scream, and, yeah. Yeah. and he's just like freaking out. And he's like, what is going on? And it's like, mm. also like Marty in the first one, he's kind of like makes rash decisions and the doc's kind of this voice of reason of, you know, you got to do this, you got to do this. And then the same in the second one, they kind of, Marty's starting to understand everything. In the third one, they swap. Yeah. Yeah. Marty's the voice of reason. He's like, you know, there's a line, he's like, you're a scientist. Think with like, you know, with your head sort of thing. And because Doc Brown's fallen in love and he doesn't, he's like, I don't care about the space. Song. Like, you know, he wants, wants to stay there with her. And Marty's like, you can't, you know, in the history thing, you're not here. You can't, you know, you can't be here sort of thing. And then eventually, you know, they sort it out. And then the doc comes back instead of with a De- at the end, instead of with a DeLorean, he's got a train mm-hmm. that's the time machine. And they had to build that. How many trains do they build in this? Well, they built the miniatures and then they had an actual real train that was mm-hmm. already built for those sequences. Mm-hmm. But when he comes back to meet Marty at the end and he's got Clara with him and their two kids. It's a new train. It's this stylish, you know, it's all these moving components and the wheels lift underneath and it, you know, it flies away. So they had to design it. Everything had to work. So all the parts have to move the, you know, the driving on the wheels, like it doesn't actually have to drive on the track, but everything has to move. Underneath it, in the back, there's a Jeep that's what moves it along the track. So it's not actually a steam engine. It's just a car mounted in the bottom. But they also had to make it simple because the artists at Industrial Light and Magic had to copy it and make a CGI version of it for it to lift off and fly away, which is why it's a really simple... It's an elegant design, but it's a really simple black design with some little feet. Like, it's not this complicated thing like the DeLorean was. Also, never realised this until I watched it, like, for this. Mm. One of the kids fully just looks in the camera. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just stares down the (laughs) barrel. (laughs) And also Elijah Woods in the first one. Second one. Second one, yeah, Yeah. sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Little, little, Little boy Elijah Wood. It looks exactly the same, too. Yeah, and it's so weird because you think, like, what year did th- um, two come out? 89. 89. What year was Lord of the Rings one? It's like 10 two, years yeah. later. Like yeah, 12, it's weird, eh? <laughs> like, he's like, you know, it's very short. And you look at like, is it, is it Deep Impact one he's in? The asteroid yes. movie? I have no idea. I've I think heard so. Of this. I have think you so. not? Have you not seen Deep Impact? I'm it know. came out at the same time as Armageddon, though, so it kind uh, of... 1998 is Deep Impact. Yeah. Honestly, recommend... Yeah, Elijah Wood, yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Anyone listening that hasn't seen Deep Impact, watch Deep Impact. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I made that noise <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, Me too, I was like... Oh, I kind of opened my mouth and my throat just made that. Sorry, everyone. That was. It wasn't even like a burp. My throat just kind of like croaked. That was Dang weird as. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Yes, it's a disaster movie, but it's a really good drama story. Yeah. And it's like mm. it has a lot of emotional drive in it. Yeah, anyway, anyone that hasn't seen it, go and watch Deep Impact. It's 
Great. Uh, also, uh, when I wasn't listening, I was looking for a um, list of things that Back to the Future 2 got right. Yeah. It's pretty, like... Do you want to... It's pretty boring. Oh, oh. Uh, well, yeah, it's not going to be anything exciting. <laughs> no, but, like, okay, so, personal drones. Some of them are just really, like... Yeah. Like, clutching for straws, but... Personal drones, tablets and mobile payment technology, biometric devices... What's a biometric device? Uh, like thumbprint scanners on oh, your phone. Oh, right. Um, hands-free gaming consoles. Okay, yep. okay. <laughs> I guess the Kinect is the thing. Um, smart clothing and wearable technology. Yep. Yep. Video phones. Uh, yep. Yep, we're yep. both wearing <laughs> Apple Watches. <laughs> um, Waste-fueled cars. <laughs> what was that? Waste-fueled cars. Yep. Um, hover... No, they didn't. Hoverboard... I've not seen a single. Yeah, it's thing not an actual hoverboard. Hover- yeah, I've seen like I haven't seen a single thing from that hoverboard since 2015 when people were like, "Oh man, we're gonna fund this before." But also, yeah. like, what are and called also, hoverboards now have fucking wheels. Well, no, yeah, they. <laughs> exist not a, now. Yeah, no, it's called but, a hoverboard, no, but the fucking thing has wheels. No, okay, did you see this thing? So this no? was like a ki- this thing was I like cannot a, see your sorry, <laughs> this thing was like a Kickstarter, like yeah, right. back in like 2014. They're like, oh my god, we're gonna get this made before October 2015, but it had to it, six years later. I don't have one. Oh, it went like an inch above the ground. And you had to fill it up with liquid nitrogen to get. To the <laughs> <life>. <laughs> That's not dangerous. So, oh. Yes, that's great. Oh, and also video glasses and Pepsi Perfect, but Pepsi Perfect was probably made for yeah, it was made for 2015. Yeah, they did get quite a bit right. Yeah, like yeah, video calling like back then people probably like. Um, so there's a couple of little like facts and like cameos in this movie. So Huey Lewis Mm. was reluctant to appear in the film. He's like, I don't want to do it. He's the judge that calls out Marty's band for being too loud. Yeah, true. So he's, you know, there. Um, I love that. For the lightning strike for Marty to get back, the lightning strike is at 10.04pm. Marty meets up with the doc at 9.56. Right? In movie time, it's exactly it's the right amount yeah, of time oh, that passes. Oh, that, oh really? That's great. So it's, it's like eight minutes. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's... Um, well, nine so nine and a half minutes. So like by the, by the time, yeah. Oh yeah. But like it, they kind of like this is it. I love stuff like that. Where and it's like are exactly it's real. On. Yeah, it's. Um, um, when they're talking to the train conductor about how fast does the train go in the third one, the clock's been unloaded from the train in the background. So the big clock's kind of getting, you know... Oh, the take, original... Yeah, the original... The original clock. Yeah, the original clock that gets, you know, mounted up on the clock tower. Oh, that's It's getting great. taken out. Um, <coughs> I don't know what that... Um, it's the slowest film ever to reach $200 million at the box office. <laughs> Took 232 days. Oh, my gosh. Which well, is the first really weird. The first one was the highest grossing movie of eighty five. Yeah, it's the yeah. Number one movie of eighty five. Adjusted for inflation, it would have made four hundred and ninety two million dollars today. Mm. Yeah, it's so overall it made two hundred and ten million. Nice. Um and it won an Oscar for best sound mixing, I wanna say. I don't know. Original song, surely. Oh original I think, yeah, song, I think it, yeah. was it? Um maybe. Oh no, best sound editing. The 
to be continued title card that you'll see if you watch the movie now, the end of the first one, was not added until it was released for home, like home release. Because they didn't know. Because there was, was no, yeah. yeah. And then now it has to be continued. And it's like, well, yeah, Correct. but also. Um, what else we got? Jeff Goldblum was up for um, playing Doc Brown. Okay. He wouldn't be crazy enough. He'd just be yeah. like. Yeah. I feel like he'd be too mellow for it. Yeah. So, um, Mark Campbell who sings Johnny Be Good in the first one. So it's not actually Michael J. Fox singing. Mm. Um, well, sorry, in the fir- he, and also in the second one, because that sings again, is uncredited to give the appearance that Fox was actually singing. And Michael J. Fox took guitar lessons to make it look like he was actually playing and knew what he was doing, because <laughs> he's not making any of that noise. When he's playing the guitar, that's not the guitar that's in the sound, and he's not singing. It's just, you know, added in. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. Like, you'd think like they just put the guy in the credits anyway. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. normally he's not going to look at that and be like, oh, well. Like. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's definitely oh, not Oh, it wasn't him. him. <laughs> um, I think that's it for my. Your fun fact? Yeah. Oh, um, the car. So, when they go back to the past in 1985, mm. there's. Honest Joe Statler, fine horses, sold, bought, and traded. And it's just like a shop in town, you know, horse trading. Mm. When they go to the future in 2015, Marty, Marty's like, oh, uh, so not 2015, and it's 1985. And then he's like, oh, and the car drives past when he's with Jennifer. And he's like, oh, look at that car. Like, and it's the black Toyota that he has at the end of the movie because everything changes and he actually now has mm. the car instead of just dreaming about it, is from Statler Toyota. So it's gone from a horse trading company to, you know, a hundred years later, it's the Toyota, like, dealership in town. That's a nice little, you know, thing in, like, um, Mayor Goldie Wilson, when they go to the future, he's still mayor in, he's mayor in 1985 and he's still mayor in 2015. Mm. So he must be like, because he's probably like a teenager in 1955 when he's working in the diner, sweeping the floor. So say he's, I don't know, we'll say 20 there. So it'd be 50 and then like So that means he's born 80. in 35. So he's, yeah, yeah 50 and 85. And then so he's 80. 80 <laughs> oh my God. In 2015-ish or maybe a bit younger, him. like late, <laughs> late 70s to early 80, like to 80. And he's still there. Also, the sheriff with his son in um, part three, is, that yeah. so, is the son supposed to be the principal or the principal's dad? Um, I did see something. He'd be too maybe. old, right? Because like... Because that kid's like 10, so the principal would have to be like, what? He'd be his grandfather, wouldn't he? In the 80s. The, the sheriff. W- I don't know. I don't know. I swear Time I saw no, travel, no, man. It, yeah, with your head. He'd have to be his dad, <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, because that kid's. Oh, he could be his dad, yeah. Yeah. Because that guy's like 50. Um, you can hear suppo- you scratching your beard. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Supposedly Ronald Reagan really enjoys the moment in the film where Doc Brown's like, it's back in nineteen fifty nine and Doc Brown's like, Who's the, like the actor of Ronald Reagan's a president? Like who's the vi- you know, who's the vice president? Jerry Lewis. Mm. Supposedly like Ronald Reagan re- like supposedly had the projects- project- projectionist rewind the film 
so he could watch it again. You're kidding. Because he was like, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> like that. And then um, in his 1986 State of the Union address, he quoted the final line of like Reagan quotes, roads where we're going, we don't need roads. So he's, he was like massive fan of the movie, but obviously because he's in it. Well, mentioned in it. Like, yeah. he's just like, yeah, th- this is great. Like, dickhead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I can't. I swear I saw something about the sheriff thing in here, but no. Do you know what? Yeah, um, no, they re- he, he's telling his son about, like, discipline and all that. So, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's just say that kid told his son about discipline then and he became a principal. Yeah, because what year is that? 1885? Yeah. Well, is the principal of the school in... 1985, so it's 100 years later. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, you know, it must be uh, his grandfather or... Yeah. Well, I suppose he's, he's principal school in 1955, so it'd be maybe even his... It, yeah, the kid would be his dad. Dad? Yeah. 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 Um, do you know what they... So, uh, what's his name? Sidney Scheinberg, one of the producers. Mm-hmm. He made a few recommendations. So, like, they changed... Um, Doc Brown was originally going to be Professor Brown. Um, Einstein the dog was originally going to be a chimp. Um, But he made a recommendation to change the name of the film. Yeah, I was just Do you know what they were originally going to call it? Um, Spaceman from Pluto. (laughs) Can we just, like, take a moment (laughs) to appreciate how that has no relevance to the movie whatsoever. Do you know what the reply was? <laughs> they thought it was a joke. Steven Spielberg <laughs> responded um, and said, thanks for the joke. The entri- t- entire crew got a kick out of it. Knowing fully well that he was serious, <laughs> responded with that. This is also the first movie Universal made with Steven Spielberg where Steven Spielberg was not the director. Oh, I didn't know that. It was the first that. time it had happened. So is he just a producer? He's executive yeah. producer. That's it. Ah. He was just on board to help. He's not. It was offer suggestions and you know help with production yeah. stuff. But yeah, he's not. He's just executive producer <clears throat> with Kathleen Kennedy. There you go. Which is you know good on him. Yeah. But it was the first time, and he was like instrumental in getting Universal on board. Oh, hundred percent. So they went back to Spielberg because Universal said no to them, and then they went back to Spielberg and Spielberg went to Universal and went you know what we're. I'm going to make it. We're going to do this. Well, Spielberg said, I'm going to make this movie Mm. with Robert Zemeckis. And then they were like, yeah, sure, it's you. And then he's like, (laughs) I'm the executive producer. And they're like, oh. I'm like, well, get over it. Imagine if they'd said no, though. I know. Oh, my God. Um, Well, Universal agreed to um, make it, but Columbia still owned the script mm. because they paid Zemeckis and who's the other guy? Someone else to write it yes. so they still owned it and then they had they did like a little switch with universal for some other like tv movie um to mm. so that they could actually make it because otherwise um, we wouldn't have back to the future bob gale is the yeah, other one bob he was gale. in the documentary a lot last night he's kind of like him and Zemeckis, like yeah were the the duo that just made boys. yeah the yeah. co-writers and then bob gale was the one that ran the post-production of the second one while Zemeckis was right. up on set. So he was there all day. And then when Zemeckis arrived, I was like, this is what we've done. Mm. It's probably a good thing that they had yeah. two Oh, yeah, they had two the two of them. And, like, Spielberg was on set for a lot of the time, but he was going in between and helping. Yeah. And What a production. 
Did you know that the DeLorean was also supposed to be a fridge? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then they were worried that kids would lock themselves <laughs> yeah. in fridges. <laughs> <laughs> also, the fact that it's a DeLorean. Like, mm. they kind of just went, what's the stupidest what's the car? car? Yeah. We, we it was because of, like, the wings, wasn't it? Because yeah. they wanted it to look yeah. Futurist- like yeah, when they went back yeah. in 1955. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can do our little, would you watch it again? Hell Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. I've been doing it for many years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's just, I, I think, like, I didn't watch two or three for, like, this, but now I've watched one, I will, like, yeah. the next I week wanna, watch. I want to watch yeah. the third one again now. I like the third one, like, I watch the second one, and sometimes I watch the, f- like, sorry, I watch the first one, sometimes watch the second one, but I think I've seen the third one as many times as I've seen no. the other two. I've watched the second one it's still good, way though. more times than the rest. I think yeah. the, the second one's, like, one of my favourite movies, yeah. like, it's up, like, almost one, like, mm-hmm. it's... Yeah. That's the best. So, so good. So if you haven't seen it, go watch, watch it. Watch Back to the Future. All through, just watch them back what, to back. <laughs> I'd say watch the first one, and then the next day, watch. Two two, three, you've got to watch yeah. two and three back to back if you can, though, because yeah. it is genuinely one story that flows I those two it, movies. I feel like it'd be pretty exhausting watching both. They're not that... Like, the first one's, what, an hour 56? The third one's... Two minutes, like just over two minutes, I think. The two minutes or two hours. <laughs> the second one's an hour <laughs> forty-eight, <laughs> and the third one. Wait, the second one's an hour fifty-eight. Oh, okay, so it's two. Not too bad. If you got a sick day yeah. after school, if you got like an afternoon mm-hmm. free, you know, it's yeah. not. Even have a little break in between, but like I'd watch them in like the same day, so you're mm. kind of fresh with, because mm. it's a great little continuous and you can tell it was written as one yeah. thing mm. yeah That's so good. um so i guess we can move on to what we've been you know watching, watching and what we're excited for. excited yes. for i couldn't remember what the fuck it was called no. <laughs> thanks cat <laughs> i was sitting there i'm like, <laughs> I was like oh where's this sentence going oh, oh, i was like don't, oh, s- don't look at me <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, i'll start and it might come back to me and i made direct <laughs> eye contact with nick and like fucking help me <laughs> And then, thanks, we don't Kat. name any. We're, we're gonna like come we up with names. We still need like and, a theme tune. Oh, I know. Yeah. If anyone, we'll give ten dollars to someone who writes one between episodes. Ten dollars each, so that's yeah, it's thirty dollars. Yeah, and a credit every week. Yeah, we could just go on Fiverr or something and be like, yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> we could ask Sid. Yeah, he's ask him then. I okay. know no one who's okay. Sorry, <laughs> inclined. Um, Jacob, go. I have been watching a fuckload of content <laughs> in the Me last too. like but what I'm going to start off with first is on Wednesday night or on Wednesday morning I drove to Bathurst why and on Wednesday night I went to the farewell yellow brick road Elton John concert oh. <laughs> and holy fuck was it good oh. it was the best like yeah I wish I'd gotten to oh, go to that honestly like it was so with, like, my sister and, like, family and, like, some of her friends, we all got a different... Like, we've been to Paul McCartney and a couple of other things now. And they always come to us. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? My sister was like, we'll go to them because they live, like, with Bathurst and Lithgow and stuff. So, like, and Elton John's playing at Bathurst. Let's go there. It's a fucking four-hour drive mm. with my mother sitting next to me. <laughs> oh, Does my... your mum listen to this? No. Oh, I haven't yeah. showed her how to. <laughs> <laughs> but she, like... She, and she won't mind me saying this. She, like... She'd be like... <laughs> Slow down. Oh, break. And I'm like, mum. Yeah, I think that's some mum. Fucking thing. settle yeah. down. It's just a mum. <laughs> and I said, like, like we were like, we'd just got underway. And she said something. I'm like, 
so she got like money out and she gave me some cash like in case anything happened and I was like oh, whatever cool thanks for the money I'll take free money any day of the week <laughs> and like I was like every time you comment on driving or anything like that I'm keeping 50 bucks how much money did she give you? Yeah. Not that much. So <laughs> enough that I was easily guaranteed to keep all money. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm like, no. Like, anytime you say something about this, mm. 50 bucks. I reckon she mm. owes me hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I drove my mum to Newcastle the other day. Just oh. to go to one of, like, a, some, like, like, she was getting her wisdom teeth out. She was <laughs> like, go to a doctor for that. And I'm like, she like was going like six in a 60 zone. She was like... Yeah, yeah. Like, they do the little oh my god! And like, so thank you. I was driving her car, and it's got like the speedo, but it's got the electronic readout as well, so it just has the number on the screen. So I'm going along, and she can just look over and read the number. She like can't see the speedo, but she can just read the number. Yeah. So we're going along like through like the Greater Western Highway over the Blue Mountains, and there's a sign, and it says 80 on the side of the road. And she looks at the speedo, she's like, "You're doing 92," and I'm like, "Yeah." And cars are overtaking me. <laughs> Settle down, love. Oh, anyway, so concert, fantastic. I, I just want to say I love my mum because yeah, she does also listen. She'll take, yeah. she'll take this to heart. I love, I love you, mum. I also love my mum, but I don't take like driving. Take the train next I, time, I, Yeah, I, every, every time she said something, because along the like Great Western Highway, there's constant train stations that go out to the Blue Mountains. Yeah. Every time I'm like, I'll just put you on the train. I'll just put you on the train. <laughs> and then we drove past a train. and went, hey, look, mum, you missed your train. <laughs> yeah. such a shit stirrer. Oh, it was great. You have to pass four hours somehow. Mm. True. And yeah, so that was like the main big content of this week. Oh. But um, I've also I watched Sex Education season two. Okay, I haven't seen. I won't, I've I won't only spoil. seen the first episode of it, and I love it already. It's a bit, it honestly, it gets better. It, I'm so excited for um, it. <laughs> I watched The Witcher in like two days. Okay, is that good? It does. I don't know. <laughs> I just. I just. Okay. I can't decide. I can't get over Henry Cavill with blonde hair. It just, it wigs me out. <laughs> just, it's, it's good, but it's not at the same time. I don't oh, understand. No. I really enjoyed it, but at the same time, I found myself bored mm. while enjoying something at the same time. It just takes a lot for me to watch, like, serious stuff with, like, hour-long episodes now. I'm the like, the uh, episodes needed to be shorter. Yeah, that that's not a new thing That's my. If they were like half an hour to 40 minutes, same as like The Mandalorian, some things are 40, some of them are like 29, like mm. yeah. that sort of thing. When it's just short, it would have been better. There's a lot of unnecessary nudity. Uh. Mm. Like there's nudity for the sake of nudity because I mean, it's, it's where fantasy and it's, I, I you think know. that's them trying to find their new Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's just like, hey, but Game of Thrones did this. I think because I played the video games yeah. a lot as a teenager. You nerd. Shut up. <laughs> so I think I've never read any of the books or anything, but playing the video games, like it was fun to watch this. And I think that's why I liked it mm. because I have a friend that, you know, hadn't played any of it and like, or read anything or this kind of, and they watched like four episodes and went, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I feel like that's the spot. And I feel like you've got to, I think that's why I wouldn't enjoy it. Cause I just yeah. have no idea what it is. Mm. Yeah. And like Henry Cavill's a massive nerd. Like he's read all the books and he's like, you know, played Dungeons and Dragons and so he was a great, and he like, obviously like was a great casting. He's fantastic in it. Like yeah. the casting, every like character's great. So some of the episodes drag mm. and mm. it's like Just the last 20 episode. minutes was not essential at all. We did not need this. Like I found myself like sometimes like that was 
and then like there'll be a little thing that happens and it's like it's never touched on again mm. it's like why did i have to watch 20 minutes of that like yeah battle sequences though fantastic every fight sequence mm. in it's amazing like, it's done really well got one episode left in watchman so close yeah. to finishing almost there uh, so, yeah still haven't watched it it's really, i need really to good. yeah really good. it's great I, I don't think they're doing another season now because oh. yeah damon lindelof was like nah he's like i'm not doing I've anything got nothing. and I'm, I'm okay with that like yeah one and done yeah, like yeah. I, I kind of like. Better. Yeah, uh, and they can I just mean, come back in the future and. There's characters we never see, but like. It doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. We I, can come can, back to this in ten years. Yeah. And yeah. have like one or two re- like recurring characters from this and yeah. completely new. Just you know, you don't have to see what happens next. It can literally just be that. Like the yeah. original Watchmen. Like yeah. The original Watchmen mm-hmm. comic ends on a massive cliffhanger, and, and it was like and twenty years later when you get. Yeah, and this. Something that follows up. Yeah. Which debatably isn't great <laughs> but you know um i think that's it for, oh i'm back onto my um one movie a week this year again so last year i was really slack mm. so like going to see yeah going to yep. see a movie so we've done i saw <coughs> 1917 oh my god okay i loved that <laughs> I have not it seen was, it. That was, a ma- I was not expecting that reaction from Kat when I said that. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's fantastic. It is. Oh, mate. I loved it. So, so good. My um, only, like, I haven't seen much of it at all. Like, I've just been getting, like, millions of YouTube ads for it. Like, back before I was getting yeah. all the Oscar mm. buzz. So now I'm like, oh, I might say it. I saw Jojo Rabbit. Oh, oh I watched that okay. as well. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Also, cry my eyes out. Absolutely loved it. Beautiful, so, beautiful so, film. So, so good. Honestly, so good. of everything mm. nominated for Best Picture... For me, it's between those two. I, I want. I want 1917 to, to win that. I got to go see it because, like, all my friends are seeing it. And it's apparently, so it's amazing. Good. So it's. It's. What was the third movie I watched? What did we go and see? Last week was Dragon Dragon Rabbit. Week before was 1917. The fuck was the week before that? I went and saw Little Women. Yeah, I don't care about and that. That was really good. Actually, my mum went and saw it, and she was like, "Yeah, it was great." And I'm like, "It was. I it was really it's good." About. It's based on the book. Oh uh, yeah, I got it. I yeah, have not read the it's book. About... Shockingly, <laughs> fair. <laughs> um, but no, it was really good that movie. And um, bombshell. I saw that as well. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Yeah, that my girlfriend really the other night. That was, was good as well. Um, yeah, I saw that on Monday night this week. Friggin so I've seen four movies already this like mm. the three weeks. Um, best Picture nominations, 1917, Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story. Mm. I want to make note, there's two movies in here. Well, they're essentially like Is Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is Was the Irishman that... even good though? Like, I've heard... Mm. Like... I've heard enough it's negative, interesting, but and the fact that it's three hours, I'm like, nope. The I fact that you can't it. tell how old anyone is for half the movie, <laughs> because Robert De Niro's like, this young man, like he's meant to be this young man in a leather jacket in like his late twenties. He looks about fifty nine, and he de-aged, still, and he still walks like an idiot. Yeah, he looks like an, it's. Yeah. Just recast the younger characters as someone else. See, I'd be more, I'd be more interested in that because mm. like, I don't really have enough faith in de aging. No. Outside of like Disney to. Trust it. Um, Still haven't mm. seen the Joker. I need to. 
It's I the the performance is great. I don't know if we've spoken about it on here. Great performance, but I don't think it's changed cinema and yeah. no. comic book movies forever. Yeah. And people I upset people when I said that. <laughs> so in real life, so we're not here to please everyone. <laughs> so exactly. Um, what about you, Nick? What have you been? I watched Crisis on Infinite Earths. So did I. Yeah. I was kind of let down by it. See, I thought the last two were a lot better than the first three. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm glad there weren't as many cameos. Mm. Um, Except for that one. I am so upset. I saw it on Instagram. Oh, really? I'd I see, I had no idea it was coming, and I was like, I'm the her! I, we can say it. Ezra Miller's in it, so they've connected. I don't even the, know what you guys are talking okay, about right now. So Ezra Miller plays the Flash in the Justice League oh, movie. Yeah. He movies, rocks yeah. up in the CW Crisis and Infinite Earths crossover and meets the TV Flash. What? So, he, like, because all the universes are colliding and stuff, but the, they've always been adamant that the movies are so far separated from these TV shows that, like, it's completely different. But because obviously the multiverse whole thing, they meet. So throughout so this, so what happens? So Does like it explode or something, and no, they so all die. Throughout this whole, yeah, like throughout this whole thing, they've been bringing back like characters from old DC shows, like Smallville and that, and Birds but like, of prey and but like throughout all these shows, they've kind of had the movies looming over their head, and then like being really restricted with, oh, you can't say this name, you can't do this because they had they had a version of the Suicide Squad, but they yeah. and the movie the was coming squad, out, then. so they just went, you can't use it anymore. Oh yeah. my god! So and one like, of those like. Yeah. movies just went and you like, can't do that anymore the whole Deathstroke character yeah. like they had to cut him out they, they, they cut him out like twice yeah they were like oh no actually we changed our mind you actually can't use but him now Warner Brothers movies approached the CW yes about this because they obviously realised these CW shows are so popular yeah. with the fans they went okay yeah. this is our also he's not doing much else like no <laughs> he's like his, his Flash also, movie was supposed to come out two years ago but also Grant Gustin's version of the Flash the TV Flash gives Ezra Miller's Flash his name. Yeah. He says, you're the Flash too. And he goes, the what? Like he didn't, he wasn't called the Flash, but now he's like, oh, I'm the Flash. Cause yeah. Cause they never say his name. Yeah. It's and never mentioned. And I thought that was a weird little inclusion. I found of that funny. Yeah. But, um, I don't know how the hell they kept that. I say they must've like just put him in like a suitcase and wheeled him into a <laughs> closed set. Yeah. It was just Grant Gustin there with, with one camera. It would, it literally would have been Grant Gustin camera. Director. Yeah, because I saw it on Instagram. Like, like it, yeah. they, he put up photos like as soon as the episode aired. I'm yeah. like, well, that's annoying. It's yeah. come out here for like another four hours. Yeah, but but yeah, I didn't see any of it because I was at work and stuff. I got out from work and watched it, and I was like, holy fuck! Yeah, it's a good little like you know, thirty seconds, or whatever it is. Yeah, it was like yeah. it's probably like I I didn't expect much at no. that point from all the cameos we've gotten so far. But yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun little thing. So it's going to be really weird going forwards with these shows now, though. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I, I'm, I was like super confused with what they did because I thought they only brought back one Earth, but no, they actually like because then they say it, they're like, oh, it's all one, but not really. No, because it's all the other DC shows and stuff still have their own Earth. Yeah. And the Green Lanterns. Is that shown? Is that the movie? No. Earth? Okay, I like I was. Actually, no, they're making a show. Mm. Yeah, because I, I saw that and I thought, that looks exactly like the 2011 yeah, set. Yeah, it's real they... weird. And then, but all the main ones are now on the mm. same earth. 
including Black Lightning, who had never crossed over or had any yeah, like kinda. until this. And it's like now he's on the same earth as... So if you're like as a Black Lightning fan, like this would all mean nothing to if you only watch oh, that. Oh, yeah. Even if you only watch Arrow, I feel like this yeah. whole thing... Like they, everyone got kind of shafted. Yeah. In, like all the, Arrow's all got the, shit cast, all the, though. All the, yeah. But like all the side characters got shafted. Yeah. But then they killed off their main character and they've got two more episodes to go. Yeah, it's weird. So, so the main show that started this is like Arrow. Yeah. And in the crossover, it has two... Because they're like... All the different TV shows, like one like the last episode's like season... The first episode of season five of Legends of Tomorrow. Like it's all like different shows and it kind of yeah. like... This one's episode... There's episode nine for a lot. And then with Arrow, there's two Arrow episodes... I watched both. In it with something else in between. So you've got to watch an episode of Arrow, go watch this other show, come back and watch this other episode of Arrow. Yeah. So Oliver Queen, like the Green yeah. Arrow, is dead. Oh. But Arrow still has two episodes left in the season. I assume And all of this has come together and it's like, what the fuck is going to happen in these two episodes? But it's also getting I, its own spin-off. See, I watched, I watched the episodes that came out yesterday. I watched Arrow yeah. and Legends. Um, it's... His daughter, yeah, and Black Canaries, yeah. So they just but, two pilot episodes for that. But yeah, Stephen Amell's not in it, so I, right. I'm kind of hoping he'll be in that last episode because, like, if you like yeah. just watch the crossover, he has no interaction with any of the yeah. It's kind of just like of the going, Arrow characters. Yeah. And I'm like, oh okay. It's a real but, weird. So, so yeah, if, if you're like a massive Arrow yeah. fan, and that's it, you're like, oh okay, yeah, well, there's no goodbye. There's this is, yeah. So next week's episode must be something. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know either. Also, it's, they're in the future at the moment. I mean, they're in the future. So they're in 2040, where his daughter came from. But both Black Canaries got transported there somehow, and they haven't said why. Well, that's because it's the TV series that's going to come out, is the Green Arrow and the Black Canaries. But, the, but they fully say, they're like, oh, I don't know how I got here, but I'm here now. Like, I think when the new Earth got made, they he just, just he, ended up... Oliver Queen just sharpened them off to there. Yeah. Fucking weird. I'm not going to watch that show, though. I can't be No, bothered. I really can't be fucked like, with it. Was a, it anymore. was a good episode, but I can't be bothered watching those shows with, like, 23 no. episodes. But Exactly. Cat. Well, I just... Yeah, I watched those four movies last week. 1917, JoJo, Little Women, and... How many times did you fucking Bob go to the Shark? movies last week? Oh, four my God. Ti- okay, it was storming at Noosa, and we didn't have much else to do, so we went to the movies four days holiday. in a row. Just... <laughs> yeah. Went to Noosa, well, guys, to the was, movies. It was thunderstorming seven the seven days we were there. We had a thunderstorm every day. You were in Noosa? Mm. Yeah. It's summer. It was... Yeah. <laughs> so we went to the movies a lot, and I rewatched Marriage Story as well. I think Riverdale was out yesterday, so I'll watch the new episode of that. Just watch Sex Education um, Season 2, man. Yeah, so I'm, good. I'm getting there. Okay, so I rewatched the I first season it. because I just love it so much. Yeah. So, yeah. How long are the episodes? Like and 40 45 minutes? an hour? Yeah. The first one's an hour, but it doesn't... No, it it's, doesn't feel yeah, like it's, it. Yeah, yeah, it's... To be fair, though, they could probably cut the episodes in half and oh, have yeah. double the amount of episodes. Yeah. But I kind doesn't of matter. like it. Yeah. I kind of like it. Mm. Also, the opening sequence of season two is fucked oh, up. I was just watching it. I was like, I'm so glad none of my roommates are home. Yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> it starts off as a graphic masturbation like montage. Like a full on like three minutes. Yeah. And that's all you're watching. It's just music just and him just jerking it, off. Also, everywhere. He has a massive dick. Because <laughs> it's like he wakes up in the morning and he's like pitching a tent and it is a high tent. Wait, is this Asa Butterfield? Yeah. Oh, he's a really small person. Yeah. Like, but like it's a high tent. I was like, damn, son. 
That was like my first thought. I was like, it's impressive. Good on ya. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah. Um, other than that, just been binging Grey's. Binging Grey's yep. Anatomy. Mm. Up to season five of I've 13. I finished Lucifer. I don't know if I talked about that on here last time we recorded. I think you did. Yeah. Good show. I'm going to see... Um, what's it called? Oh, do we do... Just Mercy. Oh. Tonight. Oh, yeah. Let me know how that goes. I think. I've heard good things. It's 8.45, so I think we're going, but... I know it's been a month, but do we dare mention Star that Wars? That movie that we all... Have <laughs> you watched it? No, but I know what happens. We never did an F on it. I just... It's... Are you disappointed? I... Or surprised? See, you said when we messaged each yeah, other a month ago, up, yeah. you, you loved it. I do love it. Why? <laughs> I just do. I... I don't know if I can express. That's like, I fucking enjoyed every second of that movie in the theatre. I was I, just like, you know what? JJ's taken this somewhere where JJ wanted to. And I enjoyed about two minutes of the movie. And I'm sure you can guess what part. Which bit? The part with Han Solo in it. Oh, yeah, that bit, like, yeah. I think. Mostly because I was like, how the fuck did they get Harrison Ford to come back and did stand they? in one spot? Yeah. Stand in one spot and talk to another person about Star Wars things. <laughs> they gave him millions of dollars, probably. No, I think they had held like a bag of marijuana above Adam Driver's head, and that's what well, they got him to no, look up. It was just Adam Driver with a bag of marijuana stapled <laughs> to his face, <laughs> just stuck on. And that's how they got him to like yeah. touch his face with like like hundred dollar bills, just like hanging off it, <laughs> like lots of them, and a suitcase of money that he's holding open, and he's had to talk to the suitcase of money. And it's, it's fine. Um, I don't know. I think... I think as a trilogy, separate from the other six movies, the sequel trilogy is good on its own. So as Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and mm. Rise of Skywalker, I think Rise of Skywalker is... I know it retcons a lot of The Last Jedi, but I think it... As the trilogy of that, it does well to wrap that up. I What it doesn't do <coughs> is wrap up the eight movies before. It wraps up yeah. two movies before uh, it, it, fully. but it does not complete a saga. And there's a reason for that. Mm. Because they're not done. That's mm. why. Yeah, no. Because Disney being Disney in like 10 years time, maybe. They want to they they yeah. return on their investment. They paid like $4 yeah. billion for... In 10 years' time, we're going to revisit Finn, Ray, and Poe. John Boyega is not keen by the sound of it, which I don't blame him because they really just did Finn dirty after Seven, I reckon. But in 10 years' time, we're we're coming back to this. I never thought, yeah. In 2030-ish, maybe late 2020s, early 2030s, we're returning to Star Wars for at least another two movies set in the saga. It's I'm, happening. To be honest, I really just don't give a fuck anymore. And that's why... And you know what's sad? I kind of don't either. I never yeah, thought I'd say I this, don't care. but I'm so tired of Star Wars. But that's why... And I, th- I was talking something about the other day. I, that's I, why it doesn't wrap everything up, because the story's not done. I think if I had wholeheartedly hated The Last Jedi 2, mm. I would have liked it. But I think leading up to it... I, I forget what mm. I said on here. I might be contradicting myself. 
I respect The Last Jedi more than I like it. Mm. Like, if, if they just done the story, if they just kept going and justified everything they'd done, it would have been... Yeah. Like, it would have been an alright trilogy, and we would have said, oh, it's alright, it's Force Awakens fault for setting it's, up all these pieces. It's funny, though, because I could not give they, a fuck about, like, these movies anymore. Yeah. I cannot wait for the next season of The Mandalorian. But a trailer that dropped two days ago oh, dude. Yeah, got me <laughs> so fucking hyped for more Star Wars. It's mm. not funny. So Disney released the trailer for the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars that's returning to Disney+. Plus. The creators finally get to finish their story. As like an early teenager, Star Wars The Clone Wars was like my fucking life. Like I was obsessed with that shit. And now that like the final season's coming so much later than when like so long after it first started, I'm keen for that. And like you know, Darth Maul's back, Ahsoka Tano's back. Like it's all these things. I'm like, this is the perfect. <coughs> See a lot, but a lot of these like Darth Maul and Ahsoka and all that, yeah. they're all in Rebels and that. So yeah. I wonder if they're gonna like retcon anything. I don't just think they to will. Make it better. I think they're honestly just gonna. This is what happened between here and here. Yeah. Which I think, it's funny because Clone Wars wasn't as childish as what we have now. Nope. So Clone Wars was like, fuck it, this is like a cartoon for... Oh, it was pretty rough. It was essentially, this is a cartoon for teenagers. Like for people that were like my, like 14, 15 year old, like Star Wars fans. Yeah. This was not designed for little kids. Like it's violent. Like there's seven limbs and like, I know it's cartoon, but there's seven limbs and heaps of violence. Yeah. And now we don't even get seven limbs. Rebels is kind of like halfway like there's some bits but some of it's really child eyes yeah I resistance think is the biggest kid show i've ever seen, <laughs> I've seen resistance is terrible awful. but it's weird because all the new cast like oscar isaac and stuff voice their characters in resistance it's like oscar isaac's in it as Probably, you know yeah and he's the voice and it's a real weird and it's just it's really childish and yeah. it's like this doesn't fit like clone wars fitted with that time period in star wars because it was mm. a war so they kind of went this is what's happening yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, we got on a bit of a tangent there. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We did. Just, yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I, can't, I don't have much. I'm not going to... Well, I don't want you to rant about Star Wars, and I don't want to defend I, you know, what I liked about it. Well, I, I'm glad we waited, though, because if we had yeah. done this, like, the next day, I would have been talking so much shit about oh, the whole yeah, Carrie Fisher thing, and, like, but I've just accepted that now. Yeah, like, like if we had waited to record is. that Star Wars episode we did... Yeah. The week, like the date, like much the week it came out, like that Star Wars episode we released, yeah, I w- came I w- out after the movie. If we'd waited w- till we'd watched it, <laughs> such a fuck that weird. that that episode would have been three hours long. Yeah. Like we just would have. I mean, yeah. it was already two. So. Yeah, like we just like it would have been so much more because we just would have ended up talking about that movie oh, for an fully. hour. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. What movie are we gonna watch next week? Um. Oh yeah. Fuck. Why don't we go to a poll? We didn't do a poll. Fuck. We did. I um. I put up a poll for this, and I think like I was the only person that voted. <laughs> and it was Back to the Future that I voted for because <laughs> I was like, well, you know, Cat's brother suggested it, so I'll include it in the poll and I'll put something against it. And then. What was the one you put against it? Ghostbusters. Oh, I don't want God, to you're, you're really keen for Ghostbusters. No, I just, aren't you? I just put it there because I was just like, it was just something that, that was just like, okay, it's easy to just to like. Yeah. It's one movie. We should save one. Ghostbusters for when Afterlife comes out this year. Yes. That's actually a good idea. We're going to be. Hey, we, we've missed a couple of, like, milestone ones. Like, we, sh- we should have done The Shining for Doctor Sleep. And, like, there's a couple others. Yeah. Like, a couple Let's obvious things. Let's do The things. Shining next week. I like that movie. We can do The Shining next week. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or is there another Stephen King thing coming out this year? I don't know. There must I don't be, even know. surely. Yeah, there's a sh- um, is there another Stephen King movie on here? Wouldn't surprise me if there is. He has about 50. I can't access it. The list. Why not? I don't know. I just tried to, but it said that it wouldn't load. I've got it open in front of me now. Can you resend it to the... Yes, I can. Thank you. Yeah, I guess we could... Um, or just like go through and pick a random one. What is happening? Okay, I can't do that. Um, no, I'm happy with The Shining or... Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah? Yeah, cool. cool. Let's just do that Sick. one. Do you know right. what? Never watched it. What? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the whole thing. What? I've like just never watched it. It's really good. Maybe mm. I can read the book in the time, in the week. I don't know. I don't know. We'll anyway. Find out next week if Kat's <laughs> read the book on time or not. Um, yeah, okay. So we'll just do The Shining next week then. So Sweet. Easy. We need to start doing some old ones too after next week. Yeah, we yeah, do. No. I've got, I think there's what? Also, yeah. Listeners, How many old anyone... ones have we done? We've done like, I think the old, it's the oldest network. Yeah. Yeah, we've got. Oh, man. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies in our list that I don't have yet. But okay. I was doing everything else. So I'm still working on that, trying to find them online. And even if I can just like get a DVD off eBay or something. Because there's a couple mm. like, um, there's a two Japanese ones that I think are going to be the Not hardest. even on um, Questionable. No. So. Well, um, I think one of them might be on YouTube, but there's there's one I don't actually know how to say, mm. and then there's a Kuru. So one's 1952, one's 1961. So I'm gonna have to try and yeah source that somehow, figure it out. Yep. If not, I'll just send an email to the um, through work to the um, distributor in Japan and see if they've got. A copy with English subtitles that they can send us. Cool. Nice. Not just buy it through work. Or just I, I was thinking, the rehearsal. Re- yeah. No. I was like, wow, you have a lot of pull. No, I, I, meant, <laughs> I meant through the video <laughs> shop we, that I work in. Like, we can't do that. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll just go through um, our distributor for that and see if they can. I'll give them a call and see if they can. Have a look. Any way they can find a copy for us. Yeah, cool. And then I'll just buy it. I don't really Sick. care. Because most of the stuff like that, like, like, oh, can you find, like, there's some weird movie for a customer the other day. And I called them and I'm like, oh, can you find this? And they were like, yeah, we actually have two copies of that. And I was like, can we have one? <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, it's $6. And I was like, and postage? He's like, no, it's including postage. And I was like, just right. charge our account and send it out. Thanks for that. <laughs> like, yeah, um, okay. So if anyone creates a theme tune for us. Oh, yeah. yeah. If anyone's got any $10 ideas. $10 each from us. Yeah, we will. We will send you money. We'll be um, in a debt, but that's fine. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can reach us at Facebook at Watch It Again. Is it podcast? Yeah. You're the one that made it. I don't know. It's been too <laughs> long it's, since I, I think was, it's, it's Watch It Again podcast. podcast. Watch It Again mean, podcast. What do you mean, Jacob? We we're here two weeks ago. <laughs> um, yeah. So Watch It Again podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can reach it at, at reach us at Watch It Again Pod at Gmail. Dot com for any questions or anything like that. Have we gotten any emails on that? No. no. <laughs> um, you can leave enough. a review on Please leave a good review. iTunes, five stars, any review that's left, I will read out. Yeah. Um, otherwise, Do thank you. Do we have you. any new ones? I don't think so. 
I haven't looked at it. Mum, leave a review, please. Anyone. Anyone, please. This is going to start playing the episode. Don't, please don't start playing the episode. Uh, I just want to go to the show. There we go. Okay. No, it's still the same too. Damn. From December. Oh, well. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you guys next week with The Shining. I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. Thank you for listening.